0: We are live here once again with Coffee with Humans, where we meet with a stranger today and become friends. Jacqueline, welcome to Coffee with Humans, my new friend.
1: Hi, and so great to be here with you. Even though I don't drink coffee, so I'm probably going to have warm lemon water. I hope that's okay with you.
0: Warm lemon water is totally fine. People have asked before, before they signed up, they've sent these like uh, sort of almost like scared messages <laughs> saying, can I please, I mean, I don't. I don't drink coffee. Like, yes, it's not the it's not the specificity of coffee. It's the act of getting together with somebody in this moment to to share, share the journey. Right. And and make life better.
1: I love that. It's all about connecting.
0: That's totally true. Yes, absolutely. Well, I got to get one thing out of the way here. I know that you're not near me um, and and I've done no research on you. So where I'm in northern Illinois, whereabouts in the world are you?
1: So I am in beautiful Beverly Hills,
0: what? where the sun is
1: shining, the stars shine bright, and dreams really do come true.
0: Wow, that is quite the intro for Beverly Hills. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm producing a show, and that's kind of part of it, so I'm proud of it. Okay,
0: I'm going to have to figure out what the intro would be for Rockford, Illinois. <laughs> it wouldn't be the where the dream, dreams... I don't even know what I would say. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not a hater, but... Um, You'll come up
1: with it later.
0: Yes, it's just not Beverly Hills. I know that there's a certain banish that uh, Beverly Hills has had through the years, and I I've actually never been to Beverly Hills.
1: Really? Well, that one must be on your to do list.
0: Yeah, I've been to thirty something other states, but um, I've never I've I have made it to the northwest, and I've never made it to the south kind of the southwest area of of uh, the United States.
1: Interesting, not surprising, because it seems like California is a big sort of you know travel destination for a lot of people they want to see either yeah. San Diego or Los Angeles or Hollywood, you know, so yeah, surprise
0: totally well i'm I'm happy I'm happy that you chose to join me. I am curious though, what what inspired you to click the button to have coffee with me?
1: Hmm. well, I am just really loving this whole podcast world and connecting with people from all walks of life. Like, I like the the title, the concept, Coffee with Humans, and I'm human. That sounds social. And I'm a social butterfly. Well, virtually anyways, these days. So I'm like, I'm going to go have some coffee over there. Uh, so it sounded good.
0: All right. So is uh, this idea of social butterfly and your show that you're producing, what is this show about? Does this have something to do with social... Butterflyism—I don't even know what to call it.
1: <laughs> so I'm founder and editor in chief of Beverly Hills Magazine, and um, I'm actually producing Beverly Hills Magazine TV for the screen. So I'm bringing all the elements to the screen. So now instead of just reading about the latest Lamborghini, I'm going to take audiences with me into the ultimate luxury lifestyle, the world of the rich and famous, and we're going to take a test drive in that Lamborghini and bring and bring them into a real interactive experience. Well, you know where I get to host the show, and and the world will be my playground. So I'm just very excited. You know that
0: sounds very exciting. That reminds me, uh, what lifestyles of the rich and famous? Who was the guy who sh- who had that show for like 20 years or whatever it was? That was oh Robin I... Leach, <laughs> lifestyles of the rich. Robert Leach, Robert Leach, and late, welcome.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, I guess it it will be sort of a modern lifestyles of the rich and famous.
0: That was a popular show. I watched it.
1: Yeah. I think, I think almost everybody did super
0: popular. <laughs> yeah. Well you, you, um, I mean, to your credit, I think that you would make a good Robin Leach replacement. Robin, Rob, the thing about Robin Leach is he had an accent and that made him sound really smart. It's like, well, a, yeah,
1: that's true. So actually know, I'm from South Africa. So maybe, maybe I should bring the South African accent back. Let me try. Welcome to Beverly Hills. This is now see, I'm, I'm doing the Robin Leach thing. <laughs> I'll just have to be natural.
0: Yeah. So what, so South Africa, what brought you to Beverly Hills? That's a a trip.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So my parents actually moved us from South Africa to San Diego. That was where we originally landed, uh, in 1993. See, here's Hmm. my accent coming out a little bit, but, um, yeah, my parents I, were, were deciding between San Diego or I believe it was Portugal at the time and they chose San Diego because the climate was most similar. So, okay. but really, really to pursue the American dream to escape political instability, which was going on at the time in the country. And uh, I'm just grateful that that we're here. And, and I am really blessed to be able to say that I am truly living the American dream. It is alive and well, everyone. So yeah gotta pursue your dreams yes
0: wow. that's a that's a hearty uh a hearty act, uh, kind of statement to say you're at, you are living the american dream i know a lot of people who think that the american dream is i don't may maybe dead or never existed i i don't know it's a sort of uh it's it seems like it's up in the air for a lot of people
1: well for most certainly during these times which have been unusual uh to say the least and uh but you know I'm an entrepreneur. You know, my father was an entrepreneur. He always instilled in me the mindset that, you know, you can achieve anything you put your mind to. And I also always believed in God, you know. So oh. I believed that, that God was, was there helping me on my side. So, so I believed in, in, in the impossible, right? And actually, I lived by the scripture, Matthew 19, 26, with God, all things are possible. But this magazine wasn't my first magazine. It, it's actually my third magazine. I attempted to start two magazines prior to this one and both failed miserably, okay? So I've had my share of failures, believe me. I've, I've had some very big pieces of humble pie, uh, which I think are absolutely necessary on anyone's journey of life because they teach us, uh, they build our character that, that yeah. is necessary to prepare us for, for true success. You know, because I can say they can never really, there could be no ego in true success because it's always about service to others. Hmm. But I bring that up because in my moments of failure, when I actually realized my inability to make my own dreams come true, I wanted with all my might to have a successful magazine, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I landed flat on my face, broke as a joke at my parents' house with literally zero (laughs) dollars. Okay. And there's no shame in that. Because what I learned is when you realize you don't need anything, you actually realize you already have everything you need. Because I, in, in my moment of failure, I cried out to God. I finally surrendered and asked God to help me. I, I prayed a prayer of repentance. I said, Lord, if I've done anything wrong, please forgive me, help me. I can't do this. I need your help. Like I, I genuinely, sincerely needed divine assistance. Okay? okay. And you know what? He met me in that place, Jason. He, the spirit of God sort of took over and I felt this comfort and this presence. And, and I just really committed to seeking God's guidance because I knew I, ha- I didn't have the wisdom, because I tried, you know? And God has been guiding my life ever since, and that's what I teach people, and that's why I've written a book, The Seven Oracles of Success, The Spiritual Secrets to Success, how to live your dream life through your relationship with God, because he has literally taught me every step of the way and given me all the wisdom to build the business, Beverly Hills Magazine, which was a gift of God in itself. I never dreamed I would own a a world famous brand publication, but when I submitted to God and and cried to God, he put it on my heart to look it up and the trademark was available.
0: Hmm. Guys,
1: like, are you kidding? So I knew that this was going to be a tremendous walk of faith because I didn't have the resources. I I mean, again, I had zero money, like, right. but, but he's been faithful and I have stayed faithful. And I've just, I've really developed a really strong prayer life. And, um, I fast, like I just finished a, a 40 hour fast, no food or drink because fasting actually bring, draws us closer to God and lets us hear God's spirit more clearly. And, um, yeah, I know my story is very unusual. I mean, it's not of some woman who's like some hotshot and she's, figured it out and made all the right decisions. No, 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 no. I actually made all the wrong decisions. The only right decision I made was actually repenting and crying out to God and seeking his guidance and instruction. Um, Yeah, and I got born again, I got baptized and started reading God's word. And actually, you know, his word says that it is not within man to direct his own life, which means you guys, we actually don't have the wisdom or the faculty to to direct our lives on the right paths that would lead us to make all the right decisions to bring forth the full manifestation of our dream life. And I know I've taken the mic here, but let me just clarify one thing. When I speak of your dream life, I'm talking about your, your greatest heart's desires fulfilled, you guys. Utilizing the gifts and talents that you were born with, that God created you with. You know, there's free will and there's God's will, and you can't have both. But God's will for us, you guys, God's will for you is your dream life. Like, Jason, if I'd known this, I would have surrendered to God a lot sooner and saved myself so much heartbreak and a lot of money and a lot of time and pain, really. I mean, we put ourselves through so much suffering and frustration because in our own pride, we try to like, do it ourselves and figure it out. And really, we're just trying to make money when when that's the way of the world. God is like, listen, you guys, hello. Come to me, delight yourself in me, and I'll give you the desires of your heart. That's one of God's promises. So clearly, I'm a born again Christian, if you haven't noticed, but I'm just a living testimony (laughs) that God is true and God is real and his word is true. And he loves us and he's got a great plan for us. And that's why I'm living my
0: dream life. Woo-hoo! Well, you, you uh, yeah. So, so this is this is good. Um, I, we're gonna have to pause you there, or we're gonna have to take up an offering soon, because oh. <laughs> <laughs> or an altar <laughs> call. I don't even know what's like one what <laughs> or the other. But five. So, so you said something right out of the gate. You're like, you know, I, I ended up in my parents' house with no, with no, with nothing, and he, you know, and and then you and then you qualified. You put a little, you put a little statement there. Saying, There's no shame in that. And I'm curious. I'm curious when you discovered there was no shame in that.
1: Yeah, that's such a good question, Jay. It's been through this journey in my relationship with God that he's taught me to self-love because we, we, we do have so much self-criticism and so much insecurity um, that we don't realize actually holds us back. But see, God's love is perfect love and it's true love. And as we draw nearer to him, he sort of heals all those wounds and allows us to embrace those things we feel are our shortcomings. And then our weaknesses that we perceive to be weaknesses actually become our strengths and we grow and blossom into the fullness of who we were always created to be. And it is in this becoming your true self, in the presence of God, in the relationship you have with God, that that all those, all the shame and the guilt and the things of the past fall away, you know? And then you have a renewed perspective on things. And that's how I learned that there's no shame in our, our, our journeys and our failures and the, the, the things that we actually have to go through in order to, to learn you know, as painful as some of those experiences are, can be because I learned that God will do use any means necessary to draw you near to him. And he, even if it means breaking your heart, because I went through such heartbreak, but it, it wasn't until I actually got cornered in a position <laughs> of total failure and brokenness that I, I, I called to him, you know? And that's his whole will for all of us is to just go to him, because he's got a wonderful plan of purpose for each and every one of us. And we're so silly for not wanting to seek the fulfillment of that through our relationship with him, because it's wonderful, you know, yeah. and it's beautiful. And yeah. that is where we find our personal fulfillment, which we're, we're all seeking.
0: Right. I'm th- a couple of things come to my mind as you're, as you're kind of talking about your journey and, and, uh, you know, letting us in a, a bit. Uh, one is this idea of you know your true self and and um and loving yourself and that type of stuff. the there's uh, I use the example of uh, i went i went um hiking for about a summer uh, uh, we we lived out in an r v my wife and kids, and we lived out in an r v for a month and a half or two months, something like that for a for a summer, and I wore sandals most of that summer <laughs> um and I came back with the craziest uh just just like some stuff, some calluses built up on those feet. Uh-huh. And uh the question was posed to me, hey, do you want to go get a pedicure? And I was like, sure, I'll get a pedicure went out. So I go to this, I go, you know, I'm sitting there, uh I've never, you know, this first pedicure of my life. And uh, <laughs> and and uh the lady's just like doing whatever she's doing on my feet. And I said, Hey, when are you when are you gonna cut those calluses off? And she looked at me with the weird look she's like we don't do that and i was like what do you mean you don't do that like how is that going to come off and right. uh she says well um we're we're just going to file it down a little bit she says but you're just going to then take care of your feet and the callus is going to come off like you just get into a better habit uh, da- a daily habit of caring for yourself right and you, right. And you won't have that that callus built up and i feel like the idea of like finding oneself you know, which is a common phrase now. Uh, it is, is that, is that foot that just has, it's been used. It's been worn. It's been on a journey and all sorts of things have been built up to keep the sit the, keep the real true alive foot safe. That's all it's there for. And, and if we lose the habits of self care of just like the way the world works, like how are we taking care of ourselves? How are we taking care of each other? And when we lose those habits, then the calluses tend to build up in ways that are like, wow, that's kind of funky. And and then we are offered an opportunity to, to begin taking better care. And sometimes trauma, emotional trauma, physical trauma, something like that comes along, an intense struggle and like takes part of it and just like, ah, hacks at it. And then other times we just have to get ourselves in a better, a better spiritual, physical, emotional habit. And then we find like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm supposed to feel like. That's what a foot is supposed to look like. And the, and, and I, I feel like that's, I feel like the the excess stuff that gets built up is, is just an effect of life. And we have to, we eventually come to the point where we're like, I got to do something about that. And clearly you did.
1: Well, you hope that you would come to that point. A lot of people don't. See, <laughs> <That's> see <true. laughs> God created a duality in existence, okay? So there's there's male and female, there's night and day, there's light and darkness, there's good and evil, okay? And God says that we are lights, we are lights in the world. But the thing is, there's so much darkness that that can cloud and dim our light, and that darkness can, can be um, anger, bitterness, uh, jealousy, what we would term sins, right? So they sort of... Uh, they dim our light. But when you go to God, right, and you seek God and you seek a relationship with him, he shines his pure light into our lives and into our hearts and and sort of brightens our countenance and, and helps us to forgive and to forget and to release from our souls the anger and bitterness and unforgiveness and all those things that darken our world and our beings. And we can then shine more brightly. And, and, the closer we draw to God, the more bright we shine and the more we can live in the light of God's presence. You know, I'd say I've danced with the devil and played in the dark, but there's no greater love than the light of our God. And, and that's what it's about, you know? And this also applies sort of to, to success and be, be, be becoming your, your true self and, and reaching your potential. Because, you know, the world says that success is, oh, you have a good looking spouse, a nice car, big house, some money in the bank, and boom, you're a success. No, 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 no. That's so backward, you guys. And I actually seek to redefine what success is in my book, The mm-hmm. Seven Oracles of Success. But success is becoming who God created you to be. You yourself are the seed of success. That needs to be nurtured and, and nourished and cultivated in order to grow and blossom and thrive into the fullness of who you are always destined to become, you know. But this is can only be achieved in your relationship with God, you know, because the flower doesn't bloom and grow without the, the light and the nourishment of the sun, you know. And when I speak of God, I speak of Jesus Christ, the God, the living God in pain, became man, taught us the way of, of righteousness and the nature and personality of God so that we can be like him because that's really his will for all of us. And God is love, you guys. God is wonderful. And he helps us to really cast off all the darkness and all the, the evil things that would really hinder us from becoming who we were all destined to be. You know yeah and in, in light
0: well i i've years ago i i made a um uh uh i don't know a photo i guess and printed a photo and i and it and i put on the word success on the bottom and for whatever reason i wrote a, i said still waters when the sun still waters when my sun goes down and and it was the it was this just the it was it was a picture of my kind of my happy place it's northern wisconsin Uh, a lake i've been there every year of my life really um and and as you know as as evening is coming the sun's going down there's it's it's you know casting a casting across the water and there's no waves there's no you know it's just still there's no wind it's just this stillness and in my mind and i was a young guy at the time um i'm probably still young depending on who you ask but we're all we're
1: all god's children we're all i was a much younger
0: guy (laughs) <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> totally. And, and, I, and it was, and it was just very clear to me that regardless of all the stuff that, that could occur, that would occur. And I'm a go-getter, like I'm push, 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 push a lot of times. Um, and I've learned to back off of that in, in some, to some degree. Yeah. Um, but when, when either the fit, when either the literal, you know, sun goes down on, on the day or the figurative sun goes down on my life, you know, it's just like, let there just be a stillness regardless of what has happened throughout the day, let it come back to stillness in the evening. And that's, to me, I think that that's a lot of success because the rest of it, I mean, what, you know, I, I, so I bought a car. I mean, you're, you're in Beverly Hills. You're talking about Lamborghinis and that, of stuff. And, and years ago, I was, I was uh, privileged through some business stuff to, to, you know, pay cash for a really nice car. And my kids were very impressed. My two boys, Mm -hmm. Um, Fine. they were, they were very impressed. And I was like, yeah, it's, I mean, there was a reason Being for
1: this. model that.
0: Well, and there were tax reasons for it and all sorts of stuff. Why I did it and all, um, and I wanted a nice car. Right. And I thought, well, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a utility to it as well. And, um, and I told the boys at one point in time, I was like, guys, it's just metal and plastic at the end of the day, it's just metal and plastic. So I'd like it to be used for something more than just, you know. Showing off and there's nothing wrong with, you know, working hard and owning nice things, but when it's just working hard and owning nice things and that's what the thing is, that's, that's, that's fleeting. It's, it's, and now I've got that same car um, and it's got electrical problems it you know somebody cracked the exhaust manifold on it not all that long ago like a a bad mechanic you know yeah the 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 dealer blew out the XM radio when they were changing the battery it's like it's like okay eh, I'm just gonna have to get rid of it anyhow you know well, and that's how and it's, and it's and it's only a span of a handful of years and that's that I think is you know where do you where do you make your investment in something that's long term in something that does build um, and, and, uh, creates more value than just stuff, you know, even economically. I mean, the COVID just taught us that the, the world economy is kind of a joke. I mean, we can actually shut it down and just print money. Ta-da! Who knew? (laughs) Like, right? Then Um, what do you do?
1: (laughs) You know, I really think that this whole lockdown thing was God's way of sending all of us to our room, uh, in a timeout. (laughs) and 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 yeah. saying you know you guys need to really reflect on your lives and and come back to what's important which is family and unity you know and really bringing back the family values which is all which is God's heart you know we are all God's children he's our father and so that's his intention for us and i think a lot of people have had a renewed understanding of, of their values and, and and sort of reprioritize their lives because of this experience, uh, but also I think God wanted us to, to to really draw near to Him, you know, during this time and and to seek our spiritual fulfillment, because you're right, the material things are absolutely meaningless. We take nothing with us when we depart, you know, our flesh returns to dust, but our spirits live forever. You guys. And so it's important Mm -hmm. that we put our spiritual growth first because that's where true riches uh, lie. And that's where the conception of the manifestation of your dream life begins. It's in your spiritual growth, your spiritual relationship with Mm -hmm. your creator, where you can actually align with him and have a relationship, a communication with God, where he's guiding you, he's leading you, he's teaching you every step of the way, into fulfillment of your purpose and destiny, okay? I'm talking about eternal stuff here, you know, reasons we were sent here, reasons we were created. This is what matters. You see, it's not, it's not money or the material things so much that are evil. It's the love of those things that, that are evil and cause us much sorrow and pain and that that where men go astray you know and steer right. from the path of faith that god teaches us not to because they are meaningless you know we are spiritual beings having a temporary earthly experience again everything here is going to rot, rot, rot it's going to rot and rust and it's it's temporal you know so we must really turn our attention to the eternal spiritual essence of our lives. And that needs to be our priority. And from that place, from your intimacy in your relationship with God, your prayer life, you're seeking him. You're you're wanting to know his word. You know, the Bible is the word of God. Hello. It's the only truth on the planet. But I'm saying this to tell you that is from that place is the manifestation of everything you could ever desire, because God will give it to you.
0: So let's talk about purpose, because I think People, people on a search for purpose, and that's another that's another big thing we got going on right now too. And I think some of it is, I think some of it is self created uh, because we are only uh, about two generations off of um, or into a culture. It's largely Western phenomena, but a, a culture where we have have it pretty good. Like our basic needs are by and large met. And, um, and we're told to focus, continually focus on ourselves over and over, like continue to go to school, get a good job, go get a career, you know, put off having families because you want to focus on yourself, focus on yourself. What do you get it? Even, even to the point of like, what am I getting out of this relationship? I'm not sure what I'm getting wow. instead so selfish. of selfish in, in it, because we haven't had a whole lot of struggle and, and, and because struggle has a way of reprioritizing things um, into like, I'm just going to double down and go do my thing. You know, pe- I mean, my grandfather used to, he, he at one point in time sold, uh, he was a bread truck driver, you know, like people what's a bread truck. Right. I, and, and, um, he never complained about it and I never heard him talk bad about it at all. And he had, and he lived a comfortable life with my grandma and, and it was never a thing like, I wonder if we're reaching our best selves. I wonder if we're hitting our maximal existence. It was never it was never this kind of stuff because they had dealt with they they had struggles to get over in their lives as they were, you know, as they were growing up and their, you know, their parents had gone through, you know, the depression and all such stuff. And that's uh I think this idea of finding purpose is a little bit overrated because if we just do something and do it well, there is, an, there is sort of a natural alignment of purpose, because like you talk about, if, uh, I think there's the verse, there's man makes his plans, but God directs his steps. So, you know, we can have all these plans, but if we just take care of habitually, if we take care of uh, today with good habits, we have a tendency to, we, we will move into purpose, which is not to say we don't make plans. We do make plans for sure. but, We take care of today and the plans tend to unfold, whether they unfold into, you know, quote unquote failure like you're talking about or whether they unfold into great success. If we take care of today, we learn the lessons, we move through it and and experience some uh, some level of pleasure and peace in our existence.
1: So real quick, will you accept my request to the Copy with Humans? I'd like to share it on Facebook, the public group. But, oh, okay, to answer your, your question or to, to respond, it's, um, yeah, man makes his plans, but the Lord directs his steps. And what's so interesting about that is though, the more we actually acknowledge God, Jason, the more we seek intimate relationship and commu- communication with Him, the the more closely we align with our purpose. You know, the more we can have a greater impact in this world, uh, like a ripple effect. You know, they call it the butterfly effect. All of our actions, uh, all of our thoughts, words, and deeds have a uh, have a butterfly effect. That's why we we must always really seek the the sort of highway of holiness, the righteous way, so that we're always. Uh, sending out um a butterfly effect of of goodness and of love, you know,
0: I feel like to some degree we're not in charge of the butterfly effect. I think the butter if, if we're if we are if we're taking care of our world, the butterfly effect is not our is not our um, it's not our responsibility. i've and here's why I say that. I've often got into gridlock um in in, in mental gridlock. Uh, con- considering the outcomes, like if I do this, here's the outcome. It's almost like almost like playing life as a chess game. Only that's not what we get. We only get today, and there are there are there are healthy habits, healthy ways of taking care of today, which then also also build a better tomorrow. And and getting into that gridlock for me at least for getting into that gridlock of considering all the outcomes is is too much it's like okay now i'm exhausted trying to figure out what decision i make today based on the numerous outcomes that could possibly occur
1: yeah so i think that's a very interesting concept and this is why you know i'm also a firm believer in angels and demons there are forces sure. that we can't see that do have an influence on our our decisions. We're either being tempted by the devil on our shoulder or being guided by the angel. And depending on who we're listening to, we'll steer our our behaviors and decisions and the things we do, which will in fact affect the butterfly effect. Because we see people listening to the devil you know, performing violence and and heinous acts, and that that is just perpetuating evil, right? But then we see people who are uh, making righteous decisions and doing charity and and things like that that are actually making the world a better place. so we we do have a great responsibility because we do have a free will. so we we all every day are faced with decisions that we have to make that are going to impact for good or evil, right? But, what, why I stress the importance of actually seeking God and, and having a, a powerful prayer life is because you're going to be led more, more powerfully, more clearly by the spirit of God, who's always going to lead you on righteous paths, who's always going to lead you in the path for your good and the good of the, the, the greater whole. You see, that's God's will for us because God is love. So the more we veer away from, oh, I don't need God. I don't want, I don't need to pray all of that stuff. Then we start getting tempted and, and, and onto paths of darkness that just perpetuate the, the anger, the jealousy, the resentment, the bitterness, the hate, and all those things that cause darkness to close in on us. You know, but but the more we all go to God, the more the lights of God can guide us all. And we can all live in the the light of God's presence and, and love. And really bring heaven to earth because that's what heaven is. Heaven is a world free from all the darkness. And heaven is a real world. It's just like earth, but it doesn't have, it doesn't have death, decay. It's a real place, you guys, you know, and we can experience and taste of heaven on earth. um, The closer we draw to God.
0: So how does this play off in your, in your upcoming magazine or is, is it, is it already launched the Beverly Hills magazine?
1: yeah okay, I know people always people always ask me that like, oh, you're such a Christian, but you like are in the lap of luxury, like how does that balance? Like you're in the mecca of you know vanity and material well
0: there's van- vanity and hedonism are tend to be equated to luxury, and I don't think the two have to be that way That's the, true. i mean that that verse that verse that uh, people often misquote uh, that money is the root of all evil is actually misquoted so, it's money is money is a root of all sorts of evil or all kinds of evil which is similar to say like you know um uh, meat you know eating meat you know is the source of some health issues like it's not that you just uh, you know it's not that you swear off of of money
1: (laughs) it's the love of money guys people are so people when when you genuinely love money okay and i'm talking about like the evil like You will lie, cheat, steal, and people kill for money. Like, really. Okay. But when you recognize, when you're completely detached, and that's why I fast and I pray because it allows me to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. The flesh is tempted by the lusts and cares about the material things of the world because it's trying to satisfy the lusts of the flesh. But when you bring your flesh into submission to the spirit through denying the flesh by fasting, you know you actually walk in the spirit. So you're detached from the lust of the flesh. And this is how I'm able to be in the midst of the lap of luxury without any lust for it, you know, because my, my heart's desire is, is fulfilling God's will for my life, you know, Uh, And this is why he's aligned me with my spiritual purpose, which is to create the God Foundation. So I have, in fact, launched a charitable outreach ministry where we support orphanages in third world countries. And I have been giving most of my own profit to orphanages because the Lord has taught me, you guys, the principle of it is greater it is more blessed to give than to receive. And this is a financial, spiritual law of God that, that we must all understand because this is what keeps the financial prosperity in my life flowing. As I make money, the more money I give away, the more God grows my business. So it's, it's like you have to learn to not hoard and want to, you know, hold on to your money. Give, and it, God says, give, and it'll be given unto you. God says, whoever gives to the poor lends to the Lord and he'll repay you. So even in the beginning, when I had no money and and I was just starting to build the the online magazine, God was teaching me this and and he would teach me to give. And all I had to give was articles like, oh, I could write a a story, an article about your business. So I'd love to feature you as a business leader. God just cultivated in me this this character of giving because God says he loves a cheerful giver. But with it comes a, a reward, a blessing, because again, like there's no lack in God's kingdom, okay? He, he, he created everything and he, God says, I can cause all grace to, to flow unto you, to abound unto you, so you have all sufficiency for every good work, you know? So we must really be generous. And you'll see God just gives. It's just wonderful how I see this, this prosperity and financial prosperity, spiritual law at work in my life. Uh, it's so interesting, but it's real. you know. And God says also in Malachi 3, 10, and 11, bring the full tithe into my kingdom meaning support my the ministry, support the, the poor and the orphans, because God says pure and undefiled religion before God, and the Father is to visit orphans in their affliction and widows and to keep yourself unspotted from the world, which means, you know, to be purified from sin. And um, it's just amazing how God's word is so true, and when you actually live it, you guys, everything becomes possible for you, because that's what God says, for those who believe all things are possible. So uh, I'm just a living testimony of it. You know, I'm a true Christian, you guys. I will live forever. And God says, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. So that means not only do we have the promise of eternal life in our relationship with the Lord, but, but abundant life here and now. You know, there's a line that says, oh, you're a Christian, you have to be poor. That is so not true. That's such a deception. If you actually read the Bible from cover to cover the word of God, it is, it is the history of God's relationship with man and, and, and how he interacted with men on earth and people who actually had a real relationship with Him, And God always prospered them and protected them. You know, even if they weren't necessarily millionaires with stocks, piles of cash, God always supplied their need yeah. and God has, is doing the same for me supernaturally. do the same for each and every one of us you guys gone doesn't there's no favoritism with him he he loves us all equally and he's got a good plan for each and every one of us we just got to go to him
0: so here's a here's I'll, i'll put this in front of you and see what you think so i i um uh i've done a lot of stuff in 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 personally and professionally i've done music stuff i've done recording i've i've done i've published some songs i've launched a handful of businesses and sold some businesses i've failed countless numbers of times i've also had some pretty good successes i've written a ton of code i do advising i've worked with hundreds of uh, entrepreneurs and advised them through the years i have over three or four hundred live streams that i've done i've hosted multiple podcasts i've got a lot of stuff that i've done I've traveled the world to teach so um well, there's a difference that I've noticed in myself. It's a change I made, which was instead of pushing it, it, like push, 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 push. And, and, and feeling like there's, um, like, well, if I just push a little harder in this direction, even though my gut says, no, that's not working, this isn't working. I, I would, I would instead of, uh, I would, I would push instead of look for places I get pull through and resting for a moment saying, what's working, cut all the things that are not working and just go back to the things that are working and continue to take care of those each day. What's working today, take care of that today. And then, and what I've noticed is that by doing that, there's a much simpler life to be found and a much more fulfilling life to be found, which is, um, not less successful. I wouldn't say it's more successful by, you know, financially or whatever, but it's not less successful. It's but it is holistically, it feels more present with life rather than, um, uh, like, here's, here's a stupid example. I launched a magazine once. It's not a stupid example. It's actually a pretty good example. But launched the magazine once. Um, and I launched it because I had a sales guy who was trying, I had hired a sales guy to try and sell, you know, our services to, you know, we had a whole range of services. And he was not doing a good job. Um, not at all. And the answer really was cut the guy because he's not able to sell. Instead, I thought, you know what he needs? He needs something simpler to sell. And so in my, you know, in my ability to dream and create, I went, you know what he needs? He needs a magazine so he could sell one little thing and I'll like train him and figure out how this fits in the process and all this other stuff, which was crazy town because nobody asked for a magazine. Nobody, he couldn't sell it because he was a bad sales guy. And I was, and I thought that, well, I was going to be able to fix him being a bad sales guy by giving him a new tool. Not true. And I knew that in the back of my head, but I was just like, I'm going to figure out one more way to make it work. One more way to make it work. One more way to make it work versus just saying, you know what? This isn't working. Cut it off. Let's relax for a minute. Let's look around and figure out what is working. And even COVID, you know, COVID was a great opportunity to just cut the things that aren't working. It was a good excuse to say, this isn't working for either for life or for business or whatever it is go with the gut because I also do believe you know I'm I'm a person of faith I do believe that my gut is can is pretty attuned when I listen to it um to attuned to what I to what I need and want and attuned and 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 if I'm practicing good disciplines spiritually emotionally physically mentally then then where I'm getting the pull through in my life also happens to align with wherever God's taking me and and then well, every day or what, or yeah, sure. And, and every day I look for evidence of that. And if I get a particularly lost or down the dumps, I go, okay, where's the evidence of that? Like I need something, I need something today to know where the evidence is at. And also I feel that pull through in a particular, I'm like, okay, I get, I'm going to do more of that. I'm going to, I'm going to walk down that road. That's I mean, that's part of why coffee with humans exists. It was an idea in my mind. It satisfied a need. I thought it satisfied need in the world. I did it in the most basic of ways. It got pulled through, and I've just been adding production stuff on top of it. And, you know, viewership, listenership, everything goes up. And, I, and it plays to my strengths, too, in a lot of different areas. How does it fit in? I've got dreams. I've got ideas. And I just take care of it day to day.
1: So you uh, see a lot of people, again, are stuck in the paradigm of the world's idea of success, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: so they're, they're chasing the dollar. Money is their God. So they're going to a nine-to-five job or they're hustling and trying to create businesses out of a thirst for uh, money. You know, oh, hopefully, oh, it'll make a lot of money, yada, yada, yada. But you mentioned a stillness and the peace. Mm -hmm. And God says, be still and know that I am God. And we rest in peace now, you guys. Right. Not when the body returns to death, because when we get to heaven, believe me, we're, there's a whole adventurous life in heaven, okay? There's a, lots of wonderful things we're going to be doing for eternity when we get to heaven, okay? We're not just going to be floating in the clouds, but because heaven's a real world, all right? You're going to use all your gifts and talents, but we're going to be like supernatural beings. But the point is that we rest in God's peace now. And when the I, I say, one of, one of my quotes is, you know, what did I say? I say, uh, don't chase anything but your dreams, because that which is for you will come to you. So God wants us to rest in his peace with him now. And it's from this place of resting and stillness where we actually can hear clearly the guidance. And God created us with the intuition, which is really our ability to tune into God's voice. And this is why fasting for spiritual purposes, fasting to seek God's guidance is so imperative. Because we, like I said, there's free will and there's God's will. Listen, you can go off in a hundred million different directions in your own free will and bang your head against the wall however many times you want, you know, but until you actually seek God's will and his guidance and instruction, he will lead you on the right path to fulfillment of all of your dreams you know, you'll save yourself so much time, frustration, heartache, money, all those things, if you actually just seek God. And I have done that. And he's literally given me step-by-step instruction. God, I also have prophetic dreams every night, vivid dreams. God literally tells me what to do and what not to do. I have surrendered my will to God's will. You guys, I do not, I'm not in control of my life. And this is the whole point of being truly reconciled back to God is to fulfill his will for you. Okay. And we can only do that by actually you know surrendering our pride and humbling ourselves and and seeking and heeding his instruction. I would never have known how to build this magazine to to the point where it would actually be making money, where I like barely have to touch the wheel and it's growing and growing and growing. Plus Get the vision for the whole business plan that God has given me, that's just going to be like tremendously successful if I continue to heed his guidance and implement e- and apply everything God is teaching me. That's all I've done. I've yep. humbled myself, you guys. And he has a wonderful plan and business for the fulfillment of your heart's desires. Okay? Like you mentioned, you've got dreams. We all have dreams. We were created with dreams and talents and gifts to utilize and share and contribute to the world. Most of the time they display themselves when we're children. So like if you haven't yet discovered what that is, or you're sort of confused or not sure, you've sort of lost your way or clarity, reflect on your childhood. Like, what did I love to do? What did I want to be? If, if you could do something and, 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 you know, not get paid for it, but do it forever and, and you have all your needs met, what, what would it be? That's your, your dream. And you've got to pursue your dream. But don't do it alone. Do it with God. He'll, Jesus will help you. Like, that's the whole point. He wants to hold our hand. And he, what's so amazing is he will supernaturally bring all the right people. He'll open the right doors. Like, it was amazing. And it's God continues to blow my mind, Jason. Like, I had a little prayer whisper in my heart. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm gonna, I need to learn SEO. Like, search engine optimization. I had no idea how to build a content magazine to, to get on, you know, the first page of Google. I had zero idea, zero experience. I'm telling you, I started from absolutely nothing, knowing nothing. And like a week later, I get an email and lo and behold, it's a woman who's an SEO expert and she's so generous and willing to give. She gave when I, my, my learning curve was accelerated because God lined up that alignment. It's called divine alignment, strategic connections that only God can bring you guys. So I'm talking about a supernatural life and a supernatural journey of success where you actually are being guided by God, our creator, and he's leading your paths uh, to fulfillment of your heart's desire and your purpose and destiny this is way beyond material success it's spiritual success you guys this is why we are here to fulfill our destiny and purpose and in it is the manifestation of your dream life because god's will for you is your dream life
0: well i i i, I agree with you i think that's i think um i think you know wrapping it back into the title that we talked about early on because you know we met You know, for our viewers and listeners, uh, I I just met Jacqueline uh, an an hour ago, yeah. And 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 before we were we before we got on the broadcast, we did a couple tech checks and we named this this talk today based on whatever was stirring in the air. Uh, And so you know, I don't know where I don't know where it's going to head. She she maybe didn't know where it's going to head either. But that's the essence of getting people together. And I think it is a pretty spiritual um, a pretty spiritual opportunity when people get together. With the intent of making the world a better place, we have the capacity to do that and it's actually probably our responsibility and authority to do it as well so um, living your dream life you you talk about it um, as a very spiritual uh, from a very spiritual component uh, which is you know very I mean it's super important right I mean apart from apart from our minds and our emotions, our physicality, a lot of people neglect the spiritual life uh, but we cannot we can't um, we can't disconnect from that um, because we are these holistic beings. Uh, so people can follow up with you at that website, JacquelineMadison.com. Two yeah, D's.
1: Visit my website, ncom You can check out the magazine if you want to go subscribe or just visit the website and read some cool lu- luxury content. Uh, You can visit the God Foundation where there's tremendous spiritual resources, a wealth of wisdom and the spiritual growth column or the truth and wisdom column, you guys, to grow in your relationship with God and your knowledge of the truth. Uh, There's also oracles where I've received in my time of prayer and intimacy with the Lord, uh, just words of wisdom and, and insights from heaven that will also just sort of bring enlightenment to, to your understanding to, so that we can all grow in our spiritual growth, you guys. That's what it's all about. We are all God's children. We're all here to grow and to learn uh, and love and, um, and to fulfill our spiritual destinies and purpose. So I'm praying for all of you. I love you. You remember, with God, all things are possible. Take that leap of faith, but, but, but take it with God. He's always with you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Uh, so I, I pray you do. And I All just right. am so grateful for this time to connect with you, Jason. It's been such an honor. I really it, appreciate
0: it. Uh, the honor is mine. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, to our viewers and listeners, uh, Coffee of the Humans is Candid, live conversations with strangers who become friends, making the world a better place. Catch us on YouTube, subscribe and share. And again, check, check out Jacqueline Madison at JacquelineMadison.com. And we'll catch you next time.